Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's good? It's time for a little gambling talk. Sports machine. ATM machine. Call me whatever you want. I guarantee my girlfriend's called me worse. Is anybody listening right now? Don't get me wrong. I love the uh, Coach Kleiman show leading into our show, but just so I know that you're out there, somebody besides my grandmother, text us, 913-576-7610. If you're a gambling degenerate like myself, you're going to really enjoy the next hour here on 610 Sports Radio. We're calling the show Cook Your Bookie, and the plan is to win yourself some money and i don't care if you're like a big time gambler or i don't care if you like to play just with uh you know the dimes and nickels or i don't really care if you bet ten thousand bucks on each one of these games let's just have a little bit of fun and take my word for it i've been red hot recently so normally i would say hey i have a little bit of hey you know i'm probably not gonna win we are gonna win julio we're going to talk about things that are going to happen. So here's how we're going to do this. All right. The first segment is going to be an old school bet it or forget it. The second segment, we're going to go around the division because the AFC West, and we'll look at the lines and all that for this upcoming week. The AFC West is good. In fact, they're undefeated. It was Tupac that said the West side is the best side. And the AFC West, the NFC West, still undefeated as we speak. And then the Chiefs, only a three and a half point favorite against the Baltimore Ravens. That's all the Chiefs do is beat the Baltimore Ravens. Patrick Mahomes beats that dude, Lamar Jackson, in his sleep. And then, of course, we'll wrap things up at the end of today's show with Levine's locks, the ones that I feel really, really good about. Again, the number is 913-576-7610. Text me if you are listening to the radio show. So, Julio, fire me up some beats. Let's get into it right now with a bet it or forget it. The first one is Cleveland at home, the Browns. Finally back in Cleveland after playing. I don't know if they would quantify that as a good game or a bad game, but it's one of those things we all know the saying about it's all good if it ends good. And for the Chiefs, that's how it happened. For Cleveland, again, we've seen that story a lot here in Kansas City. Team gets out to a big lead. Chiefs don't panic, and they come back and win. This line is too big. Cleveland is a 12-and-a-half-point favorite in their home opener against the Texans. The Texans also... Don't have a quarterback, new coach, new GM, terrible situation. And they went out there and won their first game. So a battle of one and O teams take the 12 and a half points with the Texans. Cleveland probably wins that game, but no way they cover. This one is a dicey one. Buffalo getting three and a half, excuse me, 
Buffalo giving up three and a half at Miami. Now, Miami, of course, coming off of a very close win and Buffalo coming off of a very bad loss. Buffalo can't go 0-2. So, you know, Buffalo is going to go out there and do everything they can to win this football game, which I know sounds redundant. Of course, you're going to go out there and try to win the football game. Well, especially a division game, especially, especially when you've already lost your first game of the season. Buffalo giving up three and a half at Miami. Go ahead and lay those points. And I think you're going to be feel pretty comfortable about it. I think the Bills look a lot more like themselves and probably win that game by double digits. Another dicey one. Detroit. They've sucked forever. They've sucked so bad, Julio, that two of the best probably 50 players of all time just decided to call it quits because the franchise sucks so bad. Barry Sanders and Calvin Johnson. Well, neither of those guys are on this team, unfortunately, because they have to pay play a pissed off Green Bay Packers team who looked maybe as bad as anybody in week one. And Aaron Rodgers looked horrible. Well, Green Bay is at home and they're laying 11 and a half. I'm sorry. Detroit's a bad football team, but you know who else is a bad football team? The Green Bay Packers. I don't know who wins that division, man. As much as we were talking about the AFC West, and we'll break that division down more coming up in the next segment, I'm telling you, that division is putrid. The Vikings? Yuck. The Bears? Ew. Green Bay and Detroit? Come on. 7-9 and nine wins that division. Mark my words. 7-9 and nine wins that crap division. Anyway, take the 11.5 points with the Lions. San Francisco looked good in week one, playing both their quarterbacks. And when I say both their quarterbacks, of course, that means the rookie Trey Lance. And let me get the pipes ready here. Jimmy is back and healthy, and nobody's taking the bread out of Jimmy's mouth. San Francisco at Philadelphia. You want to talk about a good performance that I don't think a lot of us saw coming at the quarterback position. Jalen Hurts. Can he keep it going? In Philly, lots of pressure. I don't think they do what they did in week one. I'm laying the points with San Francisco. Bet it. Atlanta, the Falcons. Doesn't it feel like the Falcons have been a bad football team for a decade now? And that for some reason, Matt Ryan, it, it feels like the Falcons are essentially the same team, but a little bit better than the team we just talked about, the Detroit Lions. Like the Lions will win four games every year. The Falcons will win seven. The Lions finally said, screw it, got rid of Matthew Stafford, shipped him out to L.A. When is the same thing going to happen to Matt Ryan? Not this season, but he looked bad in week one. And don't look now for a team that couldn't score a touchdown in their opening week, the Falcons. They go on the road to Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay lays 11 and a half in this game. They'll win that game by 27 and a half. You'll be very comfortable laying the points with the Bucks. The Tennessee Titans. Titans look bad. And the Titans are one of those teams that I think had pretty high expectations considering what they've done the last couple of years. They're on the road at Seattle. And Seattle, again, is one of those teams that after week one, you can kind of project the future and say that team's going to win 11, maybe 12. That's a good chance to play in the NFC Championship game. If If you think that you know who the best team is in the NFC, then I call you a liar. There's no way. If you want to tell me it's the Chiefs, then everybody else in the AFC, cool, we can go with that. As far as the NFC goes, Seattle, who I'm talking about right now, might be the best team. And they're at home, and they're playing a Tennessee team that looked awful. Lay the points with the Seahawks. And the last bet it or forget it, the Minnesota Vikings taking on the Arizona Cardinals. 
I've been on the Arizona Cardinals bandwagon now for a couple of years because I'm a huge Kyler Murray fan, and I'm a huge fan of one Chandler Jones. His brother, maybe the greatest UFC fighter of all time, John Bones Jones. I've had my eye on him way back since his college days at Q. So I think that the Arizona Cardinals this year are in a grouping with the Seattle Seahawks and a handful of other teams, the San Francisco 49ers in the NFC, that if you want to argue early on that that team is going to end up in the Super Bowl, I'm not going to argue against that. Now, also, back to what I said two minutes ago, I don't really think that after a week, there's a head and shoulders best team in the NFC. But I think it could be the Arizona Cardinals. I know who it's not, the Minnesota Vikings. I'm not sure why this line is so small. Hint, hint, foreshadowing as Miss Kessler, my seventh grade English teacher used to call it. That may be coming up later on when I give you Levine's locks. The Minnesota Vikings getting three and a half at the Arizona Cardinals. The Arizona Cardinals are going to roll up the Minnesota Vikings and Kirk Cousins and Dalvin Cook like a snoop joint. If you haven't heard that one in a while. Julio Sanchez, sports machine, Sean Levine. It's called Cook Your Bookie. We're talking betting the entire way. On the other side, we're going to talk about this division because I think that there's a lot of people that thought it was going to be an easy thing for the Kansas City Chiefs, a foregone conclusion, if you will. The Chiefs will go out there. They'll win 13 or 14, rest their players at the end of the year, and the rest of the division will be in the rearview mirror. My question is this, and we'll talk about it on the other side. We'll give you the lines. I'll break it down. I'll tell you where to put your money. But when it comes to the division, who's the second best team? Because right now, everybody's undefeated. We talk AFC West, and we talk money coming up next right here. It's Cookie Bookie. You're listening to Cook Your Bookie with Sean Levine. Thursday nights at 8, 610 Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back in to Cook Your Bookie here on 610 Sports Radio, 610sports.com. and being heard all over the world on the Odyssey 
app. That's right, the Odyssey app. Julio Sanchez, your boy, the sports machine, Sean Levine. Hopefully you missed my voice. I missed you listening to my voice. Yo, did you guys watch that Monday night football game between the Raiders and the Ravens? I know it's a few days old, but I still can't believe how it happened. And since it's a bird gambling show, let me tell you how my bet went down on Monday night. So I figured that the Ravens were going to get beat and beat relatively handily. So the Ravens, remember, were like three and a half point favorites and they were on their like three and a half or fourth running back and they're a running team. In fact, they've been one of the best running teams in the NFL the last couple of years. That's their bread and butter. And I figured, you know what? It's going to take a while to adjust whoever it is that was toting the football for them. And it's the first game with fans in Las Vegas. And the Raiders actually have some expectations. Like, to me, it just it made all the sense in the world that the Raiders were going to go out there and win that game by close to a touchdown. So I teased the bet. And for those that are listening to the show right now and don't know what that means, you can – the line was three and a half points – if you feel confident like I did and think that they were going to win the game by, let's say, six points, which is what I said, a touchdown, then you can tease it so you can add points to the bet. So I took a three-and-a-half-point bet. I made it a five-and-a-half-point bet, so I added two points to it, and then I won more money. That's how it works. You get worse odds, which means that you win more money. So I needed the Raiders to win that game by six points. So at this point, I think a lot of people know kind of how it played out. The Raiders somehow give up the lead with less than a minute left, come back down, kick a field goal, tie the game with essentially no time left in overtime with weird, wacky overtime rules, come down the field, score on what appeared to be the game-winning walk-off touchdown, which would have put money in my bank account, six-point win. I'm happy. I get to tell everybody, see, I told you so. Even though it took a while, it took a full game and a little bit of extra time, but I still get to walk around going, I told you, so that's what I do. And um, they decided the dude on replay was down at the one-yard line. The next play, so Raiders-like. Like, what's the one thing you don't want to do? Self-inflicted wound at the one in overtime when a touchdown wins it. They get a penalty. They get another penalty. All of a sudden, they're back at, like, the five, the ten. They're backing themselves up. And then just one of the craziest Raider turnovers that you'll ever see. Like Derek Carr throws it, hits some dude's helmet, gets intercepted. Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention that when they uh, had the replay, everybody thought the game was over. Coaches shook hands, a little bit of confetti on the field. Fans are walking out the exits. Like the game was over. I was checking my account. I figured the money was already there. Back to Derek Carr throwing the interception. And then Lamar Jackson comes down, and it's going to be a problem all year long with the Ravens. In fact, this is going to be a problem, it looks like, for his whole career. Maybe he's a more polished passer. Maybe he's more accurate than I give him credit for. Maybe he looks more like the MVP from a couple of seasons ago, Lamar Jackson. But he fumbles too damn much. Can't hold on to the football. Look, he might be the best running back in football. He can't hold on to it. He fumbled a couple of times, turns it over again. Raiders get the ball, come back down. Now I'm sure they're going to kick a field goal because that's all they need. And I'm going to, they're going to win the game and lose. I'm going to lose the bet, which is the worst case scenario for everybody because I can't stand the Raiders. Anyway, walk off touchdown. It's all gravy, baby. They end up winning the game. So Ravens are 0 1. Raiders win the game. And now up next for those Raiders that I was just talking about at Pittsburgh. That feels like a pick 'em to me. That feels like a very even matchup. 
if you start breaking it down pound for pound, player for player, quarterbacks kind of similar, running backs kind of similar, wide receivers kind of similar, defenses, young town, like. But Pittsburgh is a five and a half point favorite. I get it. They went out there and surprised a lot of people against the Buffalo Bills. A five and a half point favorite? Damn near a touchdown favorite? This is going to pain me, Julio. I can't believe I'm going to say make money on the Raiders again for the second straight week. Dog, that's easy money. That's easy money. Take the Raiders. Don't even take the points. Play them on the money line. You get two to one on your money. Let's move on to the Denver Broncos. The Broncos, it's tough to say when you play a crappy opponent like the New York Giants in week one, if we really learn much of anything. But I do think Denver is going to be pretty good. Well, talk about a crappy opponent in week two. They got another one, the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I think Jacksonville is going to put up a lot of points. So if you want to play the overs in this game at like 47 and a half, I'm not mad at you. Denver's a six-point favorite. I think the division just keeps on winning. I think the Denver rolls in that game. And I don't think it's all that close. I think Denver this year is at least a 500 football team. When I think Jacksonville has a chance to, again, have the number one overall pick. I mean, think about it. Let's say that Trevor Lawrence ends up being the next Peyton Manning. Well, what was Peyton Manning right away as a rookie? 20, what was it? 24 touchdowns, 22 touchdowns, 26 interceptions. Most touchdowns and most interceptions all time for a rookie. Didn't win a bunch of football games. I think that's what Trevor Lawrence is going to be. I, th- I think that's what Trevor Lawrence is going to be. I think the Trevor Lawrence is going to be one of those dudes who gets it, gets it quick and is good, but isn't good right now. Like he's going to hit some bumps and bruises. Denver gives up six at Jacksonville. I think Denver rolls in that game and polishing off the last division opponent. That's the Los Angeles Chargers. You want to talk about an impressive young quarterback? You want to talk about a guy that I think everybody would be talking about in the AFC West if it wasn't for this other guy named, I always forget, what's that dude's name? Uh, Patrick Mahomes. That's right. Everybody would be talking about Justin Herbert. He's accurate. He looks the part. He plays in the right city. You know what? I'm going to say something. I think that Justin Herbert's going to be better than Josh Allen as soon as now. What are you talking about, dude? Josh Allen, AFC Championship game. Can run with the football. Big arm. Young. Paid. All true. I'm not arguing with that. I like Josh Allen. I think he's probably like the third best quarterback in the AFC. I think that Justin Herbert right now is every good as everybody's good. And he possesses all those traits that I just said. Now, the question is how good is the talent around him? And how many games are the go Chargers go going to win this year? I don't know. I think you could say that about all the teams in this division, to be honest with you. Besides the Kansas City Chiefs, who I think everybody listening agrees right now that If the S hits the fan, they win like 11 games. And if everything goes perfect, they win like 16 games. But the range isn't that wide, and it doesn't start that low. 
with all these other teams in the division, I I can't decide. It's early, so we'll get there. Who's better than who? I was actually pretty impressed by the Raiders in week one. It felt like the Raiders, in spite of John Gruden, went out there and won that football game. Denver, again, very difficult because they played the Giants in week one. By the way, Giants right now playing on Thursday night football, eight and change left in the second quarter, about to punt the football back away to the Washington football team. Back to the Chargers. Chargers at home taking on the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas gets two and a half points. I thought the Cowboys looked really, really impressive to open the season against Tampa Bay, albeit in a loss. It was probably frustrating for Dak Prescott to go out there, coming off of an injury, getting the contract, nationally televised game, putting up the huge numbers, but losing. Because you know who's done that before? Dak Prescott. <laughs> like, if you look at his numbers, they're pretty damn good. He's definitely a top five quarterback in the NFL. He definitely deserved to get paid. But his team doesn't win. And with a line that's only two and a half against the Chargers, that doesn't leave a whole lot of room for error. I think the Chargers win this game, and I think they cover. And honestly, I think the Dallas finds themselves in a lot of games like I think they're going to be in this week where they lose by a field goal and like they were in to open the season. It feels like they're close, but if you want to talk about it, and I feel bad saying this because their head coach, Mike McCarthy, got his coaching career started at, wait for it, driving around Kansas City, wait for it, Baker University. Yep, you got that one, pat yourself on the back. Baker University. But he kind of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Sucks at coaching. <laughs> you know, there's a reason why Green Bay was pretty quick to say, see you later, don't let the door hit you on the way out, and then got good right away. I, I, It just doesn't feel like a great fit. Dallas gets two and a half points, lay the three with the Chargers. Speaking of three, the Chiefs are three and a half point favorites against the Baltimore Ravens. Let's talk about that up next. Is it big enough? Of course it's not. Cook Your Bookie right here on 610 Sports Radio. You're listening to Cook Your Bookie with Sean Levine. Thursday nights at 8, 610 Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. You're damn right. It's the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, Mitch Holthus. You got that one right, sir. Julio Sanchez. Sports Machine Session. What the hell's my name? Who am I? I'm Sean Levine. Halfway home on a Thursday night. Cookie Bookie. We're talking a little bit of gambling here. Before we talk about the Chiefs being three and a half point favorites against the Baltimore Ravens. I will be in Vegas this weekend. And you want to talk about a big load, a big pile of horse manure and money. There's plenty of that in Vegas. There's plenty of throwing away your money. Food, hotel, um, an evening partner, travel, just entertainment, gambling, obviously betting on the sports. But what is the resort fee all about? At the OYO, where I will be staying. Now, look, if I was staying at, you know, a place that real adults stay at, like the Bellagio or the Wynn or, you know, somewhere cool, then I would understand a resort fee. Sir, we're going to tack on $35 because you're able to use this amenity and that one. And You know what it says that they have for amenities at the OYO? It says that they have a seating area, which is – in. And the way, I mean, where I come from, we call those lobbies, and we don't charge people to be there in general. And then it says that it has a pool and a hot tub, but currently the pool nor the hot tub are working. But there's going to be a $35 fee tacked on to what the room rate already is for the quote unquote resort fee. Maybe I'm in the wrong here. 913-576-7610. Feel free to text me. Call me cheap. Call me an idiot. Tell me to talk about something more entertaining. It just seems ridiculous to me that you're going to go to Las Vegas, stay somewhere, blow all your money. I've never really cared about how nice the room is because I found it true that you don't really spend a whole lot of time in the room, especially if you're there like I am to see stuff, to gamble, to enjoy yourself, to walk the strip, to spend way too much money on food that sometimes or sometimes is not worth it. But my point is the resort fee is a bunch of crap. Anyway, the Chiefs are on the road against the Baltimore Ravens. And the Chiefs are a three and a half point favorite in this football game. I got to tell you, it feels a little small. And let me tell you why. 
first of all, Baltimore is a team that has a ton of pressure on them this season. And if you want to talk about quarterbacks that have the weight of the world on their shoulders, that still have gotten paid, that have a unique style, a dual threat from a franchise that isn't real quick to pay their quarterbacks, you're talking about the Baltimore Ravens and you're talking about Lamar Jackson. And he will get paid. And obviously they like him. But if they go 0-2, then they are in the exact spot that they did not want to be in. Because if you take a look at their schedule, Baltimore, they've got one of the five most difficult schedules in the entire NFL. Now, of course, part of that is the way they had to start the season against the Kansas City Chiefs, the second game. But if there's one thing that Patrick Mahomes has been able to do when it comes to Lamar Jackson, and as a team, what the Chiefs have been able to do to the Baltimore Ravens, It's make the Chiefs look like the Super Bowl champion from a couple of years ago, and it's make the Baltimore Ravens look like a very average football team. And after week one, and I know it's a very small sample size, I didn't see anything to change my mind. I saw a Chiefs team that came out on skids. We've seen that plenty of times. At this point, if you're a Chiefs fan and they get down by 3 or 7 or 10 or 13 or 20, and you do anything except dip your nachos or smoke your cigar and say, we're good, then you don't know Chiefs football. Getting behind is not a problem. It's almost like in fighting, there are some guys that need to go on the offense, meet you in the middle of the ring, in the middle of the octagon. Then there's some guys that are counterpunchers. And I'm not suggesting the Chiefs are counterpunchers because they're not. We've seen them get off the hot starts also. But what I'm saying is, if you're going to bet on the Chiefs, and this is going to remain true all season long, I think there's going to be a lot of games like the first one. So the Chiefs ended up being a a five-and-a-half-point favorite versus the Cleveland Browns. It was six all week. The Tyron Matthew news came out. He wasn't going to play. No honey badger, no half point. So now you're laying five-and-a-half. And quite frankly, for as bad as the Chiefs played for most of that game, and at one point in trouble and danger of actually losing or getting behind so big that it was going to become insurmountable for other teams, not named the Kansas city chiefs. They were a two point conversion away from covering. They get that two point conversion. And I do not like to play the chiefs ran. They rolled out Patrick Mahomes. It was crowded to the short side. It didn't make any sense, but maybe I'm just overanalyzing it because well, damn it. If they get the two point conversion, then I would have won a bunch of money. So the Chiefs win the game, but don't cover the bet. And it took a while, if you were betting on the Chiefs side, for you to even think you had a chance. I think there's going to be a lot of games like that this season. I don't know if you want to call it complacency. I don't know if you want to call the Chiefs know how good they are or having a difficult schedule or combination of all these things. But damn it, the Chiefs are just one of those football teams for whatever reason. And I would tend to say that it's because they've been there so many times that there's no need to panic. And it's almost like the snake playing with the mouse. It's almost like the Chiefs know what the end result is going to be. And so they just don't panic. And they put their foot on the gas when it eventually matters. But I'll say this. If you bet on them, and this happened a lot last year, they're very nerve-wracking. It's a whole lot more fun. It's usually a whole lot more relaxing to just bet the overs. Just take the overs. It was kind of like in that opening game versus Cleveland. It ended up going off. I think the over-under was something like 52 points. 
Yeah. Looked like the Chiefs couldn't score early on. Well, you know at some point they're going to. And when it rains, it pours. And it did. And then all of a sudden you're feeling pretty comfortable midway through the third quarter. That's going to hit. So the Chiefs are three and a half point favorites. Is this going to be a Levine's lock coming up about 10 minutes from now? I've got five of them for you. I really like this line. It feels a little bit too small for me. Now, if you've heard me before, I basically say that every single week when it comes to the Kansas City Chiefs lines. But I have my reasons for this one. One, Chiefs feeling good coming off a win. Two, Baltimore feeling bad coming off a loss. Three, or see if you prefer. Head-to-head, Patrick Mahomes. Perfect against Lamar Jackson. You want to talk about a quarterback that got paid, that has no pressure? That's our guy, Patrick Mahomes. You want to talk about a quarterback that's looking to get paid, that has all the pressure in the world, and that is trying to win head-to-head and prove himself? That's Lamar Jackson. I think there's a chance that Lamar Jackson, two or three years from now, is a figment of our imagination. That we look back and say, well, hold on. That guy won the MVP? And this is no knock on Lamar Jackson. This is a knock on the style that Lamar Jackson plays and the longevity that it could possibly have. And I know there's people that will say, what are you talking about, dude? Every quarterback now likes to both throw and run. Well, how many quarterbacks, I ask you, like to first run and then throw? Because don't, 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 we don't need to posture here. It's your boy, the sports machine. We don't need to lie to ourselves or kid. Come on now. We're all friends here. Lamar Jackson is an okay passer of the football, as improved as they wanted to convince us that he is. If you're starting to line up the best quarterbacks in the league at the way they spin the football, and you put Pat Mahomes out there, and you put Aaron Rodgers out there, and you start lining up these other dudes, honestly, just asking, where does this cat Lamar Jackson slide in? I don't think all that high. Now, if we're talking about quarterbacks that can run the football, and we're starting to pick, you might take this guy number one of every quarterback that's ever played the game. Here's the problem. Of every quarterback that's ever played the game, there hasn't really been one that's had longevity, that's gone to championship games, won them, certainly won multiple, that play the game like Lamar Jackson. So am I saying it's impossible? No. Am I saying it's unlikely, one, that he wins this game? Yes. Two, that he gets to or ever wins the Super Bowl? I am saying that. Yeah, I am. Do you agree with me? 913-576-7610. You get a free million-dollar bet as long as this guy's career goes. Now I'm giving out free bets because it's cook your bookie, so what the hell, Monopoly money. Free million dollars, 913-576-7610. I don't care if it's this year, next year, five years from now, or if you're still playing 15 years from now. I don't care if it's on the Ravens or on some other team. Free million-dollar bet, even money. Does Lamar Jackson ever hoist the Lombardi trophy as a starter? Because I don't want him to be like a backup in some sort of weird situation. Then people say, I told you so. And they tweet me 15 years from now. It's 2037 and people are still at Sports Machine. You dumbass. Remember when you said he wasn't going to win it? As a starting quarterback, I would be borderline shocked if that ever happens. 
I'd be borderline shocked if the Chiefs don't win this game going away. They're three and a half point favorites. On the other side, I've told you about a lot of games that I like, but on the other side, there's some games that I love. I debated with changing the name of this segment from Levine's Loves, but that sounded corny. Cornier than the sports machine nickname in and of itself. So I decided to stick with Levine's Locks. We'll get you those coming up next. And we'll go out to Dan in Kansas City after a quick break. This is Cook Your Bookie right here on 610 Sports Radio. You're listening to Cook Your Bookie with Sean Levine. Thursday nights at 8, 610 Sports Radio. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Almost halftime of the NFL Thursday Night Football Contest between the New York Football Giants and the Washington football team. Honestly, that's growing on me a little bit. Kind of like, I remember when the Oklahoma City Thunder came around, I thought that was the dumbest name, most unoriginal name of all time. This is definitely less original, the football team. like They didn't call it the Oklahoma City basketball team or anything like that. But I don't know. Something about when I hear other people say it, like, when they're when, like when they say a highlight on TV and they say the football team, it I don't know. It's definitely better than their old name. I think we can agree on that, right? So the football team <laughs> marching down the field right now. They're trailing by a field goal. So the Giants are up ten to seven. Let's be honest. Both these teams are hot garbage. Thirty seconds left. Second down and three. So. Trying to take a lead. The Washington football team, if I didn't mention it, that's who's trying to take a lead over the New York Giants. So, I uh, I got Washington in this game and the overs. I'm watching close to see if they score a touchdown because this is basically going to decide if I end up hitting this parlay or not. That's been my problem throughout my entire life is I think I know something and then I decide to parlay it. And then this dude... All right. I don't know what you're laughing at, Julio. I'm not allowed to do play-by-play, but let's just say it didn't go well for the team that I bet on. Um, Speaking of not going well, somebody's listening. Let's take a phone call. Dan, what up, man? Hey, hey, Sean, how you doing? Yeah, it's a great comeback by the Chiefs. A 35-yard touchdown to Tyreek and a pot stun by Jamie Gillen. I don't know what happened. Yeah, time to get it. I don't know why he was going to run. me. I knew he was gonna, wasn't going to make it. And what Ronald Harrison did was inexcusable. You can't just punch the Chiefs' assistant like that. I just couldn't understand that. Yeah, I'm watching the game right now, and uh, it's turning goal for Washington. I, I agree with you. I think it's going to be the Cowboys' division. What do you think, Sean? Take care of yourself. Let's take care of the Ravens. Take care of Sean. Thanks, Dan. You know what I think is that you're probably right in that division with the Cowboys, but that's not really saying much. Like, somebody has to win that division, right? Somebody had to win that division last year. Was that the Eagles that ended up coming out of that just absolute trash can of a division? They need to do something about the playoffs. I'll get you my Levine's lock coming up here in a couple of minutes, then we'll get out of here on Cook Your Bookie. And we are back next week. 
and then we're off for the final Royals Thursday of the season. And then it's cookie bookie, cookie bookie, cookie bookie every single Thursday where we're going to be talking lines, gambling, whatever else you guys want to talk about. I like to play the money line every now and again. So again, before Levine's locks, let's take a look up and down the NFL schedule this Sunday and see if there's any money we can make for getting the points. Cincinnati at Chicago. Can Cincinnati pull off the upset on the road? Yeah, I like it. That's one. Houston at Cleveland. Can Houston somehow go 2-0 with all the turmoil going on down there? Can Cleveland start 0-2? Nah. Nah, I don't think so. Don't play that one. Houston's a big underdog, though. You got a real pair if you decide to play the Texans on the money line. Chargers on the road. I'm sorry, that's the Rams on the road at Indianapolis. Bro, ever since they came up with that new logo for the Rams, I knew that at one point I was going to be on the radio and look down and I was going to say something about the Chargers and it was going to be the Rams and I was going to be pissed off about it. And now is that moment. Why is that their logo? <sighs> I'm not supposed to get angry. That's what my therapist said. But what? what why is that their logo? Why is that? That is so stupid. I'm looking. I, I can't stop talking about it because I can't stop staring at it, Julio. Now the anger and the ADD are both combining, and I don't know what to do. Seriously, if you're not driving around and you don't know what their new logo looks like, the Los Angeles Rams, it literally looks like a damn lightning bolt. It's yellow going through a blue L and A. You know who might have that logo? Oh, I don't know. The Chargers? Oh my goodness. Now I'm just, now I'm pissed off and I got a couple of minutes left. So forget the whole money line thing. What a dumb logo, dude. And think about it. If you're the Rams, at one point, you might have had the best jerseys in the NFL. The Kurt Warner, Marshall Falk Rams. And then for some reason, they decide, ah, those aren't good enough. We're going to like change the, to like the gold ones, the gold on like darker blue. Still pretty damn cool. And then you go with a Chargers logo from the same team that plays in your same building. All right. That just, that upsets me. It's time for Levine's locks. This is how we really make some money, people. All right. The rest of the stuff I've been talking about is a bunch of malarkey. If I'm being honest with you, you don't need to pay attention in the last 50 minutes as long as you crank it up these last five. All right, here we go. And I feel very strongly about all of these in no particular order. I wouldn't be surprised if we win all of them. And then everybody's tweeting at me, trying to take me out to dinner at somewhere nice. Arizona, three and a half points against the Minnesota Vikings. The Cardinals win that game. And I'm not exaggerating when I say this because I've been known for hyperbole at times by closer to 23 and a half points. If you start to break it down, I agree that Dalvin Cook is a beast. If we started picking players on both teams, you might pluck one player off that Minnesota defense. Daniel Hunter's pretty darn good when it comes to the pass rush. And you might take Dalvin Cook. Now that I think about it, you take Justin Jefferson too. If we're taking 10, 15 players, every other player might come from the Arizona Cardinals. They're just a better roster. I'm not a huge fan of Cliff Kingsbury, but man, the Cardinals look really good in week one. If you, if, you, if you had an MVP favorite after one week, which would be ridiculous, it's probably Kyler Murray. Giving up three and a half points, you're going to feel pretty good about that. Speaking of giving up three and a half points, 
That's the Chiefs against Baltimore. That just feels like easy money. And sometimes everybody knows that if it feels too good to be true, it probably is. In this case, I've seen this story not once, not twice, but three times before. Chiefs versus Baltimore. The lines around a field goal, either Chiefs are favorite or Chiefs are an underdog. Y'all remember what happened the last time these two teams got together? In the words of Sicka Sicka Slim Shady, it was an old-fashioned, passionate ass-whipping, and Baltimore got their shoes, coat, and their hat tucking. Lay the three and a half with the Chiefs is what I'm telling you. Titans versus Seahawks. Titans look bad. Seahawks look good. Kevin Lockett absolutely torched me in fantasy football. I was going against him. Wish I had him. Play the unders in that game. 54. Here's the thing. The Titans offense looks stagnant. It almost looked like Derrick Henry has hit a wall. And with the Seahawks, the Seahawks can put up a 30 spot on you. It'll happen. Sometimes they'll put up a three spot too. They're a wildly inconsistent offense and have been for the last, oh, back half of last year. If you think about last year, Russell Wilson, first half of the season, surefire MVP, team looked really good. And then it just got dicey. Interceptions, had a bunch of 100-yard games. Could he have one of those? Sure. I really like the unders in that game, under 54. Houston at Cleveland. I don't feel great about the line. It's 12 and a half. Browns giving it up. If I had to play it, I'd probably take the points with the Texans. But I do like the overs at 48 and a half. Texans put up a big number, and we know Cleveland's capable of that. I think that game could be played in the 50s, if not the 60s. Go with over 48 and a half. You might be there by the fourth quarter. And our last and final Levine's lock. I hate to do it because I'm not a fan of the team. I like the city. And that's the Denver Broncos giving up six points at Jacksonville. I think Jacksonville is going to be good. I think if you look at Urban Meyer's track record, no. Albeit this is in college, not in the NFL. The guy's 182 and 37 as a head football coach. Do you write? I said he's 182 and 37, and that includes the loss that he had in Week One for the Jaguars. So it's nobody looks at Myers as this guy doesn't know how to co- coach football. It just came down to health and want to and recruiting and some questionable other guys that he had on his coaching staff. But as far as coaching, he knows what he's doing. And I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be good. And I think they're building a lot of talent around on both sides of the football. But not now. Not this season. Not yet. Way too soon. They're going to suck this year. They're going to suck in this game. Denver gives up six at Jacksonville. Denver wins that game by a couple of touchdowns. Once again, before we get out of here, this week's Levine's Locks. The Arizona Cardinals giving up three and a half against the Minnesota Vikings. Book it. Speaking of three and a half, the Chiefs giving it up against Baltimore. Bank it. Titans. Seahawks. Unders, take your boy's word. Houston, Cleveland, overs, 48 and a half. Trust me. And our fifth and final Levine's lock, the Denver Broncos giving up six points at Jacksonville. You heard it here first. Let's make some money. I'll talk to you again next Thursday for Julio Sanchez. I'm the sports machine, Sean Levine. Let's go out there and cook you, bookie. You heard it here on 610 Sports Radio. Listening to Cook Your Bookie with Sean Levine. Thursday nights at 8, 610 Sports Radio.
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.